I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Back of the Packers, Winderlich. Quick handball to Hocking. Back to Lovett Murray. He goes short. It's a mark to Zaharakis. Zaharakis has kicked the goal. The Bombers are in front of the G. It's time. To strap in and get ready. The leaders in AFL Supercoach are incoming. Helping you win your leagues and climb up the rankings. You're now listening to the Insight AFL Show with your hosts, Big Horse, Skitty, and Herbie. Hello and welcome to the Insight AFL Show. I am your host, the Super Coach Big Horse, and with me tonight is my co-host for the 2024 AFL season, Filthy IFS Jakey. How are you, brother? I'm going well, mate. Yeah, I had a very, very unproductive couple of days at uh, at work the last couple of days, just because I've been Good. watching the uh, the North uh, Match Sim uh, highlights yeah. and Colby McKercher in particular, just again and again and again. Oh my God, he was just. Whew, I'm excited for him this year, oh, mate. Absolutely. I'm pretty sure. A lot of people in Supercoach are going to be very excited about him as well. Oh, his, his ownership has got to go up after that and how they've come out and said that he's going to be playing off a halfback with the likes of Shees and that. So um, we'll move on because we we do, we do did get a look at, sorry, Kangaroos, Collingwood, Hawthorne. We've got some news on Gold Daddy. Coast, Brisbane to all get through. So um, if we have any mild interruptions throughout this, I do have the spicy cough at the moment, but we'll try and get through it as best as we can. <laughs> anyway, we've got to give the viewers what they're here for, and that's some super coach stuff. So if you haven't yet, please hit like and subscribe, bottom left-hand side of your screen. And even better, jump in our Discord. Insight Unlimited is live, and for less than 50 cents a week, an upsizing a box with an extra bacon and cheese on the side, you'll get access to everything we do, our insights, our trades, Captain's Choices, exclusive premium, question and answer content for every round of Supercoach and a few other cool perks. 
Entry to our Discord, of course, will always be free if you just wanted to get involved and talk sport amongst the local community. Mm -hmm. So the link will be below. Click on that, jump in AFL, and off we go. We've mm -hmm. got some room in all of our cash leagues, not a lot because they're quickly filling up. So our 25 our 50 and our $100 leagues are quickly filling. If you're interested in taking part in this, comment below or hit us up on Discord and we'll sort you out immediately. Our unlimited code for those of you that aren't in, uh, interested in playing in any form of cash leagues is free to enter. Mm. It is 913351. I repeat, 913351. Mm -hmm. You get free entry into our unlimited league. You get the top score each week and you win an $80 prize pack thanks to the guys at the Standard Squeeze who have been our sponsors or major sponsors since day one. Bloody ripping products, aren't they, Skitty? Oh, mate. Hat always on. Got to. Four and one in the beer. With the coffee in the morning, mate, it's just it, it's just an it's an essential these days. You know what I mean? You go along each and every morning, and it's just coffee morning, beer at night, oh. and it's always your four and ones there for you. It's it is a beautiful product. Absolutely, we've got a, we've got a few comments flying in, which we'd love to see. Yes, we um, we'll, we'll just we'll go through a couple of them really quickly, and then as you can see on my screen, nice. we're going to go through my team, the horses for courses, uh, super coach team for this year. So. Uh, like any good uh, super coach analysis or experts getting around the country, I'm pretty open and transparent with my team and what moves I'll make each week. So you'll find me on X at SC underscore Big Horse, or if you join our Discord, I'll be talking about moves that I'm making each week, the team, uh, what to look mm -hmm. out for, and planning for these buy rounds. So mm -hmm. uh, here we've got Ian, which I'll bring up just quickly because he brings up a really nice point. Mm. Hi, love your insights. Thanks, mate. Uh, your pot Thank at the moment is Luke Ryan. 3% of teams and had a low of 83 last year. Can seem improving with young spending time in the midfield. Yes, you are correct to an extent, mm -hmm. mate, but I did do some digging on Luke Ryan because I felt mm. as though we were going to get some conversation happening tonight about <laughs> Luke Ryan and why he's not in my team. So if I can find it. So this is a thing that you've already said to me as well, Mikkel, because uh, I also too had uh, Luke Ryan in my team originally, and then you came out and you said to me, whoa, 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 hold your bloody horses, and now we're here. That's right. So the super coach uh, point scoring um, way that it is, is that with the long kicking, you get on average almost 3.5 points extra per kick for a long kick versus a short kick, right? Mm -hmm. And at the top of the list is Luke Ryan, 693 long kicks last year, which was 28% of his total points. I'd like to credit Tim Michelle for this insight as well from the Great Herald man. Sun. Really good, really good man. Mm -hmm. He then goes on to say in an interview that he's released today that mm -hmm. he's you can never not improve on all areas. We've probably looked at our contest, defensive 50 exits and looking – or locking the ball in our front half, which is something we did really well the year before. He is coming back from an ankle injury, and he has not been able to kick the ball over 40 metres yet. Oh, so he looked to lower his eyes a little bit and looked to pierce kicks to other teammates to then get penetration. So for me, that screams warning. If 28% of his points are from those long kicks, mm. you take 28% off his 100 that he could average, that's, that's alarm bell. So I want to see him fit and healthy before I'm looking to try and bring him in. But it, it would be a nice pod pick, Skitty. 
Yes, it definitely yeah. would be. But when when you also say that though, and it's that high of a percentile coming from one single thing, you know, it, it is screaming alarm bells. And that's why we could even say, like, you know, when you have to decide between, you know, Tommy Stewart, Dan Houston, Luke Ryan. Dacos, these kind of players. It's those little bits and pieces that do make the big difference down the road. So that is, yep. yeah, I've done the same as you. I don't mind Lukey Ryan. I love his game and I love the way he plays. But if he's yep. taking out those long ball kicks, yeah, nah, unfortunately. Yeah, that hurts. But then it mm-hmm. may play into Hayden Young's hands. He could be the one that's kicking long kicks out very of the back great. line. So it's very a great. it's a very close watch. And we've got um, mm-hmm. preseason games starting as a Monday night. I believe Ooh. it's Melbourne Richmond. I'll have to go back and have a look. But yeah, there's there's games coming up in the next couple of days. So strap Can't yourself wait. in. Footy is back. Oh, Global, so always a big supporter of ours. G'day, mate. We've got oh, Brain. Man. He loves the big horse and skiddy. You're oh, only human. Gee whiz, beautiful men. <laughs> Travis, oh, hey boys, can't believe football is almost here. Yes, mate, tra- neither can we. Yes. I am bored as batshit at the moment, mate. Bring on <laughs> AFL. Fine keys, lovely in the chat. Skitty's mode looking like a prime Ned Flanders. Ah, oh, you know I it. Agree. Yeah. Diddly diddly. From your chest pubes down to your ball throw. I love it. <laughs> I missed that episode when <laughs> Flanders anyway. said that. Actually, <laughs> stupid, sexy Flanders. Anyway, <laughs> we're moving on. So as we can see here. We've got my super coach backline. I'm going to talk through my eight picks that I've got there on the screen. So first of all, Nick Dacos, who's picked in almost 60% of teams at the moment. People are fading him purely because um, of his early draw. So he plays Hawthorne, mm-hmm. who tag him very well. Mm-hmm. But then they've also got a buy. For me, yes, that's difficult. But at the same time, you're going to have to get this guy in at some stage throughout the year. So mm-hmm. if I can lock him in now... Throw away the keys. He's just there. He's going to play for me. I can cover those those rounds two, three, five, six, and then from then on, best 18 on the field. I'm fairly mm. confident that I can survive without his scoring in those rounds. Okay. And you're not worried about, you know, let's say if he does have an absolute stinker against Finn McGuinness, who does play really, really well on him, you're not worried about the price coming down and then you can then flip him, as some people are saying, for another primo into him you know, at round four or five kind of thing? Absolutely. You make a good point, mate. No, Thanks. because trades are gold. <laughs> if I can get through the first couple of weeks without making a trade, mm. then I can potentially max trade right through to the end of the year. So I see great importance on nailing your team right from the start as we've got our man, the myth, the legend, Jace, Justin Herbeth. Jason Johannesson, he's not getting within Gunda Windy of my team, brother. Not a chance. So Nick Dacos is staying in the team, and he's he's on fire. He's playing well here at the uh, oh, well in the uh, practice match that they had the last couple of mm-hmm. oh, two days ago. Sorry, mm-hmm. uh, Tommy Stewart. For me, I brought up a point about the long kicking and Luke Ryan and his um, problems, I guess, with his ankle injury at the moment, not being able to kick as long as what he can. Mm-hmm. Tom Stewart's number two on that list, 611 mm-hmm. uh, long kicks last year, 24% of his scoring was from kicking the ball long, either from the goal square playing on from a point or from outside D50. So he's he's doubling up on points, so to speak. So if he kicks, say if he plays on from fullback, kicks it to himself or runs out of the square, kicks it long outside 50 and then hits a target, that's like 10, 12 points straight off the bat. Yeah. Uh, you know, and obviously he 
does a lot of intercept marking as well. Yep. So that obviously does up his and score as get well. The ball in his hands too. Yeah, exactly right. He's their main distributor out of defense. So yeah, I, I think Tommy Stewart's prime for another great, uh, a great season. And as you know, my prediction is that Geelong won't do as well as they have in previous years. So I think it could be to actually down there a bit more and give Tommy Stewart a bit more opportunity. So, yeah, I really like the Tommy Stewart pick. I highlight that Braino comment. He makes a really, really good point. What's that? The last comment that Braino put in. Yeah, that one. If I don't see Eldie on your midfield, I'm off your mic. Oh, well, see you, mate. It was nice knowing you. No, no, no. Braino, great choice. (laughs) You know what? We're going to move on. So Dan Houston is my next pick. And I've got got a little bit here for you. Mm -hmm. Um, And Travis Lubke is in the chat, and I'll bring that up in a sec, Trav. But I'm going to talk about Dan Houston for a sec. He's only in 4% of sides. However, there is a big reason why I'm looking at him. So I'm taking a risk with Dacos and his buyers and Hawthorne early on. But this is a guy that he's got a a buy in round 13, which is the best possible buy with just Port and Fremantle featuring in it. He started 2023. Uh, slowly, averaging 98 in the first 13 games. However, in the remaining 12 games, he averaged nearly 118. Houston's last three season averages of 86, then 99, then 106 is a type of positive upward trend that we're looking for in players, and especially your pods for Super Kate. Seems to be entering his prime at 26 years of age and is locked in a role across halfback for Port after earning himself an All-Australian Guernsey last Mm -hmm. year. I actually really like this as a pod pick for me, and it's probably not going to be a pod if he was jump on, which I'm all okay with. But he's got a lot of games at um, Adelaide to start the year as well, where he does average, I think it was north of 106 yeah. each time he plays in Adelaide. Yep. No, nah, and it's a, I reckon it's a good shout. I, I'm really liking on the Houston bandwagon as well. Um, I think like mm-hmm. the tools down there that they've got with Alir is really going to be able to impact and be able to free him up to be able to do that loose out of back roll. So, yeah, I really like the Houston pick. But I think there's a few people, including myself, that are a bit iffy on this next pick, Mickles. So why don't you talk us through, why are you doing this to yourself? He can't play over double-digit games for a year for the last four years. Mickle, why are you choosing Elliot Yo? Uh, For a few reasons, mate. So he's got that mid-defender status which mm-hmm. I quite like. He's He is having a good preseason, like Nate Fife, like these other fallen primos of the past. So with, with Elliot Yo, he's got a fairly favourable start to the year. And if he can keep his body right for even six rounds, so he makes me 80 to 100K, I can then flip him into a primo straight away and then not have to worry about his body breaking down. So basically I'm waiting with bated breath to just ensure that he gets through and then if he gets through, makes me my coin, averages north of 100, which by all means, Tim Kelly hasn't had the best preseason. He's coming off injury. He might be that inside bull there at West Coast to start with. Who knows? Now, there's a couple of bits and pieces in the chat that I will bring up while we're talking about our back line. And Justin Herbert, who's a, another co-host of ours, who we're hoping to have back next week. Bold choice boy, the big horse at that price. I reckon he did a hammy watching McKercher. He probably <laughs> did, but as long as he plays his consistent games to here, I don't care. Um, <laughs> we could say the same about Fife. We could say the same about Taylor Adams. Like they've had all injury riddled seasons in the past, but I need to take a risk on one, I feel, to to sort of break myself away from the pack and the same teams that everyone's are having. So I'm going to fade Fife as we'll see later in this episode, and I'm taking a chance on you. 
Okay. Okay. Travis Lubkin in the chat. I guess it's a choice of Sick or Stewart or Sis or Stewart with blank injury. It absolutely hurts him, mate. And I'm glad you brought this up because Sicily averages 41 points less when blank doesn't play. Mm. So he averages in the 90s. Yeah. When blank doesn't play, and when he does play, he's in the 130s. Mm. So you do the math. I, I had a quick look at who could potentially take over that big backman position at Hawthorne to enable mm. Sicily to continue that intercepting role, to continue to get the ball in his hands. And I'm struggling to find one because you're not going to have Frost. Yeah, it's Frost, isn't it? over his own feet when he runs. <laughs> will McCabe will be good in a couple of years, but he's still a bit thin. Yep. They traded off Kaczynski to Richmond, so he's at Richmond now. They don't really have much in the way of key position depth there anymore. So, yeah, yeah I, I'm now – I was very high on Sicily. I'm now fading him yep. just unluckily with the injury news to Blank and CJ and what have you at Hawthorne today, which is quite unfortunate. Hopefully for those two boys, they're back on the track soon. Yeah. Yeah, big unfortunate to uh, to Blank, but uh, it is what it is. So, And then Fine Keys, he also asked – if the yo pick fails, who will you move to? So would you be looking to moving to a guy around that same price range? Let's say like a Wanganeen Miller, like yep. a Kitty Coleman, like a, even a George Weddle maybe? Love that. No, I've got my eyes on Connor Badarik from Gold Coast. Yeah. So if I, if I then do that, I can potentially make 150K almost and then upgrade potentially another mid-pricer into a primo or bank that cash, allow my rookies to gain some fat, so to speak, mm-hmm. and then move on from there. Um, Zach Williams, we've got there. Do we, do uh, we training need to the say more, mate? 60%, no. 60% of teams, mate. If you don't have Zach He's, Williams at that price, come on. Absolutely. And with Blake Akers coming out today saying basically that is a lock for their round zero or round one clash, it's just best to have him in, throw away the keys. Yep. He's done. Uh, yeah. Joshy Gibkus being a mainstay of Richmond's backline this preseason. Mm-hmm. Won't go into the numbers because they aren't flash, but he's got his body right. Mm-hmm. I feel as though he could probably average a 70, and then yep. he'll move off him once he makes us say 150 to 175K. Uh, mm-hmm. Marty Hall has scored well in the past. He was delisted a couple of years ago. He's back at Melbourne. Mm-hmm. I feel as though he could, with Petty going down, there's a few injuries to bigs at Melbourne. Mm-hmm. If you've got... Mate, you've got Lever as the two bigs at Melbourne. Could he play as that third tall in the back line? Oh, it's a tough one there because, I mean, Adam Tomlinson has always historically done that role. And if Petty goes forward, I'm yep. pretty sure Tomlinson will just go into that role. But Tomlinson hasn't been, yep. you know, super, super solid. Hall, yep. two years ago for the Ds, was. So, I mean, shit, I'll definitely have a gamble on him as well, I reckon. Um, and he was putting up great numbers as well when he was at the Ds. So, it's definitely mm-hmm. a good shout. And then you're going for the old former Saint, now Bulldog, Nick Coffey? Yep. Nick. Yep, that'll do. Yep. 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 Nick? Yeah. <laughs> um, we'll, we'll see more. So th- he's not yep. so much a placeholder at the moment because he's won 123K, and I feel like he will play early. Uh, mm-hmm. Historically, doesn't score that well. But, again, if he averages this 70 to 75 with the occasional 80 or 90 thrown in, I'll be more than happy. Yeah, and he's a guy so that you can defenders. easily move off to to maybe like, you know, a, a Zach Reed or a Toby Pink or something like that because they're around that. You know, it's a bottom price, so he gives a shit. It's going to be a preseason game watch, see who gets mm-hmm. most position, most time. 100%. All 
Ooh, mids. Ooh, Mikkel, let's see the mids. We're almost at the mids. Our, our defenders, though, were brought to you oh, by yeah. our good sponsors at the Standard Squeeze. So they're helping you drink responsibly. You can go to the website, thestandardsqueeze.com, and use the code INSIGHT15 to get yourself 15% off everything in store. And while we're at it, we're running a Supercoach World Cup at the moment, NRL, AFL, NBL, and BBL. If you think you've got what it takes to take out the best Supercoach player in the land, join our Discord. It is a $10 sign-up. It's basically a percentage of where you come in the AFL, NRL, BBL, and whichever sport I've missed there, the AFL. And if you win, <laughs> plenty of coin and a trip. Yes, sir. What more could you want? Oh, mate, fantastic. That's great. I'm already looking at this uh, Storm Bulldogs game that's going on. But at the moment, just before I came, we're, we're currently losing. So that sucks. But that's all right. We get straight into your mids. And is there any other question? Marcus Bontempelli sitting there in primo one spot. Yes. So before we continue on, my midfield is brought to you by Bonus Bank. Bonus Bank is Australia's number one match betting site. You can go to bonusbank.com.au and use the code to Insight to get 25 sorry, percent off your first month of their premium subscription and start making risk and tax-free money today. So we're starting off with the man, the myth, the legend, Marcus Bontempelli. It's just a no-brainer. Yeah, he might lose coin, but he's you saw last year one score under 100, average north of 130 from round six onwards. You're not yeah. even going to try and talk me out of it, are you? No, hell no, no, no. You're absolutely spot on. I I think it's it's just a no brainer. He's number one last year. I reckon he's going to be number one this year, and he's probably going to win the Brownlow. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. Need I say more? <laughs> uh, but we'll just move on. Uh, Darcy yeah. Parish. For those of you that watched the AFL show last year, know how much I dislike this bloke. But if he plays well, I'm almost going to like the bloke. Almost. <laughs> it's going to be hard, but with the numbers we pumped out. In the last episode, you'll have to jump on and have a look at that. But mm-hmm. when when he's the leading contested ball winner, uh, Merritt there, I think Merritt's more damaging than Parrish with the ball. So mm-hmm. Merritt's going to be more likely to cop that tag. It's Okay. Yeah, it's, it's going to be interesting to see how he goes this year. But I envision yeah. a really nice year for Darcy Parrish this year. Yeah, that's a very, very, like, very – over the uh, uh, like an integrated way of thinking about how it's going to work out for Parish. Um, yeah, I think that's one where I pull and go, yeah, I, not for me, but you know, Darcy's got a lot of potential and he can get a shitload of the ball, so you never really know. Well, I'll just run through the stats. I have found them in my oh, little okay. deep dive on my piece. Yeah, so he was third in the league for disposals last year. First in the league for inside 50s, third in the league for clearances, and first for centre square clearances, seventh in the league for contested possessions, ninth in the league for pressure acts, 25th in the league for score involvements. Okay. Look, they're good numbers, but we also know he loves a handball and he hates contact, so we'll see how we go. Yeah. Yeah, it hurts (laughs) me too, but I just got to roll with it, don't we? Um, My number three, Sammy Walsh. So... Mm. As I said earlier, I'm carefully constructing my team around the buy rounds, and I know these guys have got a buy round early on, but I think this is going to be the cheapest we see Sammy Walsh this year. And again, yeah, we could trade him in late. He could start with Tom Green and trade in Sammy Walsh if he's going well, but why wouldn't I just start with him and just leave him there? Yep. Oh, I, like I, we I absolutely saw agree. Once, once he started... Once he started getting his body right last year, that game against West Coast, he scored 109... Oh. 10 minutes into the second quarter and then was hurt. Yep. If he goes along those lines and scores that way with his running ability, his kicking, his score involvements, 
yeah, I know they're down weathering in the back line, but I don't think that's as big a concern as what the footballing community think it is at the moment. They'll be able to get through that. Yep, Win I agree. the ball out of the centre with the yeah. midfield that they've got, and then they've got Big Kerno, they've got Mackay. I quite like Martin down there as well. He did a good job when he was filling in for yep. Silvani the back end of last year and could be a nice pod pick later in the year, but mm-hmm. I, I think this is as cheap as we'll see him. Yep, I agree with you there. I think he's, you know, he's obviously an absolute phenomenal footballer. And I got sent a photo of him the other day. And I don't know if it's just an absolute ripping camera angle, but it looks like he's put on some serious amount of size, like muscle-wise as well. He doesn't look like this scrawny little bastard that we're used to seeing. It looks like he's actually got a decent amount on him. So, shit, I mean, we've seen a, you know, a scary Sam Walsh that can rack up shitloads of ball, but he was always small and skinny. Now he could be an absolute beast, so... Yeah, sign me up for a bit um, of Sammy Walsh. Absolutely. I'll just go through a couple more of the comments, mate. Yeah. Um, thoughts on Tresize, apparently training well during preseason from Travis Lubke. Yes, mm. he is training well. He's suspended to start the year. So mm-hmm. just wait until he's ready to go. Denver Granger Barras from Ricky Edwards. Welcome, Ricky. Could play key position for the yeah, Hawks. Really? I think he will, mate. I think he will. But, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm just I'm not sure if that's going to enable Sicily to be able to yeah. run around and do what he can do. That's where I thought about it as well. It's like, I don't know if Denver Granger's Barras could be like, you know, that main full backman. And then he, he would actually require Sicily to come over and help him a little bit more, which then would also take away a bit from Sis. So that's, that's why right. I was like, nah, nah, nah. But I like the D'Ambrosio comment as well, Ricky. Absolutely. Um, yeah, he was in the uh, starting wing position for the Hawks uh, today. So big ticks there. And now without more... In the side as well, Moore has now got glandular fever, so he may be out for a month or so. Uh, we see what happened to Will Phillips with glandular fever, so all the best to <laughs> Dylan Moore there. But yeah, D'Ambrosio could really make some uh, really make some head turns to start the year. And Travis Lubke again, Dunkley over Walsh for mine. Yeah, yeah I think so. <laughs> but yeah, that's right. We all know you're a big fan of Dunkley, but mm-hmm. uh, for me, I, I've got to be very careful with the amount of players I'm picking and buy rounds and trying to be strategic. Uh, Dunkley is a target for me come round, I think it's 14 once they finish their second, or round 13 once they finish their second buy. So that's a long I'll be going time. a little bit easier on Brisbane. I know, but I'll be going a little that's... bit easier on Brisbane players to start the year. That's a long time without the second best average minus round 23 and 24 last year because that was Dunkley. He was averaging 122. Yes. Yes, it was. So we're just going to have to wait and see. But again, we need, I need my best lean on the field, mate. And yep, fair with enough. the cash that I have, we've all got the same amount of cash. I've just got to make it work. Mm-hmm. Uh, my next pick, Jack Steele. I think he's in for a bounce back here this year. He was in, uh, hampered by injuries last year. Uh, did a collarbone. Uh, came back. Probably came back a little bit too early, and you could see that it hampered him the rest of the year. He's at a discounted price of 529k. If he gets up and going, he will be a top eight mid by the end of this year. Do you agree or disagree? No, I agree. I think he – well, two years ago, he was second overall or something like that. Mate, he can, he can actually turn it on. I think there was just a little bit of having to deal with how Ross Lyon's system kind of works out because it was such a massive flip. So I think Steele is going to have a massive year as well this year. And he is such a good-looking rooster as well. Got to give your hats off to him. Whew. Yeah. Oh, hot, 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 hot. So my, my next pick, um, there's a bit of theory behind it. Nick Martin, so 492K yep. from Essendon. He has been dominating across the back line for Essendon with his ball use and his exits from D50, which, again, is just extra points when we're talking super coach. 
I have him there because there's the potential for him to gain, gain DPP as of round six, mm-hmm. which means he could be a potential top eight defender by the end of the year mm-hmm. if this role sticks. So I'm getting him. Like Walsh, I think this will be as about as cheap as we'll see him this year. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Yep, I, I agree there. And from all the, like everything coming out of Essendon, we all know this kid's got so much potential. And if he gets that halfback uh, and that defender role, shit, yeah, he'll be, he'll be straight in and he'll be skyrocketing up. So, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. And we uh, all know how much you've been talking about this man for pretty much the whole of the preseason since you saw how healthy he was and how the price was for him. So there's no convincing here. I'm already on board with you. But tell everyone else that hasn't heard about it, Cam Guthrie from Geelong. Yeah, he's, he's cheap as chips. And yeah. coming from a couple of years ago where he averaged north of 100 to now, he only played, what, six games last year, struggled a little bit. His body wasn't right. He's gone overseas. Saw the hamstring specialist as per Josh Gibkiss. He's flying on the track at the moment. And again, at 420K, I think this is cheap as chips as well. Yep. Remember, Geelong are an aging list, yes. But Cam's, I think he's, what, 30? I think he's 30 or 31. Yeah, so he's still relatively young when yep. we're talking the, the older players on Geelong's list. But with his run and carry, the way he uses the ball, the way he finds the ball... Dangerfield's just that brute. You know, he gets in, he busts through packs, and he tries to kick it three kilometres down the road, whereas Cam Guthrie <laughs> tends to lower the eyes a little bit and hit targets. So this is why I really like this pick. I feel as yep. though he'll be, yeah, north of 5, 520, 530K by round, we'll say round six. Yep, I, I can definitely say that, mate, and I think it's going to be a uh, a great pick. Uh, absolutely. Yep. And... uh Oh, so Legend24 says, who has a better scoring this season, Laird or Parrish? Jeez, that's a uh, that's a good question. I think I would be more leaning Laird just because Laird is that number one ball pick for Adelaide rather where Essendon is Zach Merritt and, you know, the, the Bombers would rather have the ball in the hands of Merritt than Parrish wireless Adelaide, as much of the ball that Matt Crouch is able to get, and I know that's going to hamper Laird, I think they would just rather have the ball in Laird's hand yep. over Crouch. So I think I would say Laird over Parrish. Yep. I want it to be Parrish, but <laughs> I don't think it will be. Yeah, that's all right. Let's so, go yeah, on to the next guy. How is this yeah, how let, is he not let's... at 100% right? How is he not at 100%? McKercher. Oh, mate. Oh. Oh, he! This guy's sensational. For anyone that hasn't 
watch the North Melbourne intra-club match. Right. Can they watch it on replay, Skitty? Yes, they can watch it on replay, yes. Yep, via the AFL uh, website. Uh, I don't know if it's on a... AFL, but it's on North Melbourne, but yeah, either okay. way. Because I've watched it about 15 times oh. already. Do, do yourself. <laughs> Sounds like it just went straight into the wank bank, mate. So just put your give, do yourselves a favour and just the watch the way Colby McKercher hunts the ball. He uses mm. the ball so well. Nice left footer. He's just... He's unbelievable. In the chat, McKercher over Laird and Parrish. Oh, <laughs> sounds like an NRL bloke talking. But nah, he sounds with, like a very, very smart operator. Smart bloke, yeah. yeah. But <laughs> my, the thing that impressed me most with McKercher is that young blokes, and I, I messaged you this. Um, for those of you that don't know, um, I've played a little bit of footy in the past and been a senior coach and coached interleagues and that in the past. And you're always about your team holding their structure because when you yeah. hold your structure – Everything works so much better. When you're a young kid, you tend to want to get in and get the ball and and make a good first impression. But what really impressed me about Colby McKercher is the fact that he held his shape well. Mm. He knew that if he got to certain spots that he was going to get the ball. And you see him, like, I encourage people to go back and watch the first quarter. It looks like he's just sitting on the 45, 10 to 15 metres away from the stoppage. And you think, what's this guy doing here? But then straight away, the ball winner, LDU, who it was in Wardlaw, Bang, straight out the back. He was the main ball user. He was hitting up targets. It's really fucking impressive to see the yep. way that this kid is as composed as what he is already. Yep. And he's my Smokey outside of Wardlaw for the Rookie of the Year this year. I rate that, man. And, all, like, if you're thinking super coach wise from what McKercher, I reckon it's going to be a near, a very near copy and paste of what Sheasel did last year. I know that Sheasel's going to be on the other halfback flank to McKercher, so maybe not as much, but it's going to be pretty much, yeah, to those. And now Riley Sanders, which I really like because this kid has got so much potential. Yep. He's he's unbelievable. And it's already come up with, um, as we see Brain in the comments, LDU for Norm Smith. Yeah, right. (laughs) Uh, If there's a playoff for the wooden spoon. So... Riley Sanders, we've already seen that's been distributed by the Western Bulldogs press is that he will play early on, like round zero, round one. He will play in the middle. Mm-hmm. He's got a big engine, uses the ball well. He yeah. hunts the footy. I, he's going to be Libba's best mate in there. It's it's oh. going to be unreal to watch. And I th- I don't think the loss of Bailey Smith is going to be overly hurtful to them when you've got someone like Ray- Riley Sanders coming in. I've yeah. just highlighted a comment here, Skitty, and I'll, I'll get mm-hmm. you to comment on it as well, but... Guthrie over Crouch due to price, or are there mm. other reasons? There are plenty of reasons, Mick. Thank mm. you for commenting and thank you for watching. Crouch cannot kick over Gentin if he tried. He is one of the mm. more poor users of the footy by foot, loves to use it by hand, and quite often you'll see in the super coach world that Matt Crouch has had 30 touches and you think, fuck yeah, this guy's scoring well, and he's got 71 super coach points because they're all handballs from me to the computer screen away. Like yep. it's it's nothing damaging. So that's why I'm not really looking at Crouch. Yes, he did finish off the year last year, but at 490K or whatever he is right now, mm-hmm. I honestly don't see that much of a price rise in him, nor do I see him being a premium midfielder come season's end. Your thoughts, mate? Uh, mate, as I said, when we did our midfield pod and Matt Crouch had played nine years in the AFL and he only had two years under uh, – 90 average of super coach, but we just we, we when we look back on what happened last year, the man was in the twos. Like Adelaide had could have put him in the ones, could have rolled him in the midfield and didn't. So I'm just that worried about 
yeah, yeah. I'm worried about selection committee and it's just, yeah, for me, yeah. I'd rather drop that cash to be able to get Guthrie, who I know is going to be in the midfield every single week, rather than 100%. Crouch, who could get dropped by round five. Yep, 100%. Uh, Legends in here as well. Matt Roberts, another rookie to watch if he gets that halfback. Yep. Sydney, I 100% agree with you, mate, and I'll show my full team at the end. I do have a little bit of coin sitting on the side where he may potentially come in. Mm -hmm. uh, my three rookies that I've got on the bench there, Dan Curtin, they're raving mm -hmm. about him at Adelaide, using him through the midfield and using him across halfback as that third yep. up. It's needless to say, he'll be playing. If he's injury-free, he'll be really good as well. Yep. Um, Jeremy Sharp from Fremantle. We saw in the Fremantle notes from their practice match he just runs and runs and runs all day. And those big open spaces at Optus oh. are going to absolutely benefit that man. Do I think he's going to average 100? No. But do I think he could average 70 or 80? Quite potentially, yes. Mm -hmm. Yep. I 100% agree there. And, yeah, he, as we were saying before in the midfield pods, he's playing at no better home ground in the AFL that suits his style more. Being out there. At, no, 100%. Yeah, being yep. out there at Optus Oval, it's going to be, yeah, it's going to be fantastic for him. And then. I still actually don't know how to say this bloke's name. Is it McGolfi? Let's just call him Macca. Yeah, let's call him Macca. Yeah, yeah, K-Mac. K-Mac. No, because then it's came, Then it's the same as Camden McIntosh. We can't follow, fucking call him K-Mac or Macca. Um, no, nah, it's, yeah. But this guy, shit. he's a brute we'll inside. We'll name for him. <laughs> yeah. With, with several Richmond midfielders on uh, modified training programs at the moment, I think this guy gets a go early. Like, he... Okay. He's bull there and they've been raving about him during preseason games. So it is a close watch. There is like the likes of Matt Roberts here from Sydney, George Stevens as well from uh, Geelong, pick Clay number 58. Hall. Was the captain of the Australian team. Clay Hall, I haven't got there either. So there are a couple of names there that if you're in our Discord, you'll hear all about it. We'll be updating yeah. you daily to show you exactly what we're doing with our teams. Yes, sir. So yeah, absolutely. Do you want to talk about – we'll talk about my rucks now because there's not really yeah. much to do except no. set and forget. For yep. those for those that are um, super coach uh, rookies or haven't played super coach before, Skiddy, do you want to detail what set and forget means? Uh, it means that you put Brody Grundy and Max Gorn in both your ruck positions and you just go, all right, my rucks are sorted for pretty much the whole year. I'm not going to touch them. Don't even worry about it. There is an argument to be made that Tim English will be the best ruckman um, in the AFL next year, and there is a very, very good chance of that. But the prices that these two are at and that is going to allow you to get better players throughout the rest of your field, it's just unbelievable. These have been the two best ruckmen, aside from last year, for probably like the last six years in a row. It's been unbelievable. And to see him at this price, unbelievable. Thank you, Brainer. <laughs> Thanks. The one thing I wanted uh, to get to, though, Mickle. Yeah, go for it, mate. Levingston. I understand that this is going to be your um, loophole My loop. player. Yes. Yep. But Jordan Sweet, mate, at that price – been the number one for Port Adelaide at the moment. And if he is the number one for Port Adelaide, surely he comes back into your team. I love the fact that you've brought that up. No, mm -hmm. because Ooh. Port Adelaide had a practice match two days ago and Ivan Soldo smashed him and he's the clear number one there. Damn. Okay. Thank you. Yes. Uh, okay. Right. Yep. Well, so there goes that. Yeah. Here, eh? Corey's, Corey's <laughs> brought up a, a good point. I wish we had a utility spot for Supercoach as so many rookies so far wouldn't mm. that be fucking fantastic mate but mm. unfortunately we're stuck with what we've got so yeah and 
English may get outbodied by a few guys with the new ruck rules. Ian, you're a smart man, mate. You're thinking exactly you along the lines as I. And you know what? I absolutely think that Gorn and Grundy are going to be big beneficiaries of this new ruck rule. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Now, the, for those of you that uh, are new to Supercoach or don't understand the loop, so I've got Cohen Livingston there, who's a West Coast Eagles forward slash ruck. The reason why I've got him there is so then I can move him between the ruck spot and the forward spot. They play a lot of Sunday games, so I've got yep. an ability to have him on field. I put the captaincy on him and put a VC on someone that's playing a Friday night game or a Saturday game who I believe may go really well. And if that vice captain option does not work, then I can sub back off, say, Grundy and, and Cohen Livingston. Yep. I can then sub them off. So we do this. Yep. And then we put the C here. Yes. And say if Bontempelli plays on the Friday night and I think he's going to score 150 and he doesn't, then we go, oh, shit, well, I'm going to have two cracks at this. So then what we do is we sub Livingston off, we bring Grundy back on, and then you've got free range as to who you can captain with the games remaining. So the C does not remain on Grundy. It can go to anyone that hasn't played yet. Yeah. Do you think that's easy enough to understand, mate? Uh, Yeah, I think you did a pretty good good way of understanding it. So, yeah, I think you did great. And then then obviously then you – yeah, you can do it the other way around where you start Grundy and then you – bring Livingston on and you know he's not going to play so you sub Grundy and then have the C on Livingston and then it already goes to your VC if if they do do well. Yeah. Surely you have Jackson if Livingston is Ruck 3. No, I don't, Travis. And I'll detail you soon why, mate. But before we do, better give a shout out to another sponsor of ours. Yeah. And it would be our good friend, a guy with perhaps a moustache that rivals yours. Ryan from Astute Newstead. Are you wanting to buy that first home or even investment property and don't know how? Are you a current owner with interest rates above 6.2%? I can guarantee that there are better options for you. Best part is Ryan will do it for free. Reach out Mm -hmm. Ryan H at eganwealth.com on Facebook or Instagram at Hammond SHL underscore Astute or his phone number, which he's happy for us to pass out, 0431-766-784. I probably said that quite quickly. I'll say it again, 0431-766-784. Prank calls are very much welcome. Not quite quite (laughs) as good as yours, though, is it? See, see, I thought you said, like, it rivals mine, and I was like, that's – come on, mate. Like, Ryan's a very good-looking man. He looks like Joe Danaher. He has a good moustache. Look – but yeah. there's one thing that I can say that's better than him. My mustache is better than his, all right? But it's still a good mo, and I love him dearly, and Absolutely. he's a great man. But and he's brought and he's bringing your forward line to us today. So yeah, I'm saying I'm saying a little something something here, Mickledell. And yeah. you've gone back for probably about the sixth time to your ex in Caleb Daniel. So tell me why you've gone back to him. Oh, it's like a bad ex. You just keep <laughs> just keep going back, don't you? <laughs> yeah. But. Before before I do talk about the forwards, Corey, he does bring up a good point. North have two early Friday games, so Finbar Maley won't be as good for loops. Fantastic mm-hmm. point, mate. You cannot use a loop early in the round. The later they play, the better. I really like it. So, <laughs> uh, Mick, with a lot of mid-price forwards having an early buy, would you suggest paying a bit more for forward bench cover if it meant better job security for when the forward starters have an early buy? Really good point, Mick. So as you can see here, having a couple of Western Bulldogs players 
and then basically filling out my rookies up forward. I'm looking for cheap players who are going to play but are also going to make me money. I'm not quite sure how a lot of the forward primos are going to go to start the year. Mm. It is quite scarce up there. So it almost gives me a free look as to how teams are going to structure up um, our, our better players. So Shy Bolton, who's got a big ceiling but also a low floor, who in past seasons has started Supercoach quite poorly his first couple of rounds before he starts kicking off. So does it potentially bring down his price where I can then bring him in? Uh, Dusty Martin, does he play more midfield or is he predominantly forward? Um, With Luke Jackson, is Sean Darcy going to be right to go round one or round zero? We don't know. So until these things are confirmed, I'm sticking with rookies who I know are going to play. And you'll see here, and I'll go through some notes in a second for you all. Everyone that I've got on my screen is a very high chance of playing round zero or round one. Mm, love that. Um, and, yeah, we got – oh, yeah, yeah, this is what I was laughing at before. <laughs> the helmet, yes. Yes. Get around him. So oh, the, the helmet man, the only man who could potentially be taller than – oh, well, be shorter, sorry, than Nick Watson, and that's Caleb Daniel. They're both five foot fuck all, but, man, this guy's got some pedigree, doesn't he? Yeah, so he does. So at 518K, uh, practice matches so far. Caleb Daniel has been running through the midfield. And this is a big point I want to bring up. So he, he's been resting forward, but what Bevo's been getting him to do is work his way up as a fifth on baller. So, yeah, he's getting that rest, but when yeah. there's stoppages around the ground, he's an outlier or he's an outside player, which means you've got your Libbers, you've got your Sanders, you've got your Trelaws who are working inside, getting the ball to these outside players for them to use the ball. That mm-hmm. screams value in Supercoach. So not only is he playing a good midfield role, but they're also looking to get the ball in his hands when he's not in the midfield to use the ball. So for me, that's value. Okay. Yeah, I can I can definitely see your way of thinking about it. I I mean, I think it's an argument to be made also for uh, Luke Jackson as well, who's obviously going to be free at number one right while Darcy's out. Um, and then also too, as we've stated before, Jesse Cameron's also up there. with. But, you know, when you're looking at forwards, it's very, very scarce. I think it's better than McRae. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm able to have a swing on it, but yeah, we know how how scarce it is. And then you go into his new, his brand new teammate, Jimmy yeah. Harms. So Jimmy Harms, um, helmet on stilts would average one twenty plus <laughs> from five k. You know what? You're probably right. I love that. Brilliant. of the day. Yeah. <laughs> nah, because anyone helmet on stilts would nearly be no as tall as me, and I'm five foot eleven. <laughs> no, that's right. That's right. Chris Davis in the chat. Thanks for joining, mate. What are you going to do for ruck cover during Gorn and Grundy buys? Fantastic that question, mate. That's why I'm going to be looking at the likes of Jackson. Uh, the likes, if Kruger starts, he could be a nice little move into there. So given that it's best 18, I might only need one ruck if I've got other players yep. playing in other areas. So, yeah, I don't think they have buy at the same time either. So let me just double check that before I start talking no, in my ass. You do that, but I don't think they do. And legend Kruger robbed of Norm Smith or <laughs> of the Norm Smith medal. Mate, yeah. if you don't think Bobby Hill deserved that Norm Smith medal, you don't know football. All right? I'll tell you that right now. That was the, yeah. one of the best half of footy, so, and I fucking hate Collingwood. So <laughs> no, I don't like him either. While, while you look at where Melbourne and Sydney have got their buys, mate, I'll talk to Harms. So Harms in their practice matches has been playing an inside mid role as well as playing forward. In their last practice match, he kicked four goals as well as getting a lot of ball inside. And this is screaming value. When he was playing the inside mid role at Melbourne, he was averaging almost 90 a season. Mm-hmm. Yep. What did I you like find, it. mate? 
Yeah, no, nah, so D, no, Collingwood and Sydney have it round five, D's and uh, Richmond have it round six. So we can roll one um, Ruckman out there because yep. best 18. So that'll be fine. We'll just pick it up from somewhere else. Won't get the biggest score, but that's That's right. okay. It's it's a marathon. It is yep, a marathon. that's right. It is. Um, Harley Reid, I've spoken about him so much in the past. Not going to no. talk too much about him, but just set yep. and forget. This man's a yep. freak. Caleb Windsor. Yes. So this is an interesting one. Skitty and I brought him up on a pod probably three weeks ago, early preseason, where mm-hmm. we thought that he had the potential to pass Billings. Mm-hmm. I can confirm that they had their ones practice match on the weekend, and he was the wingman. Billings was mm-hmm. playing in the twos. Yep. And you know who was and playing he... on the other? Do you know who was playing on the other wing? Was it Langdon? No, Bailey Laurie. Bailey Laurie. Now that's yeah. interesting. Very interesting. I think Langdon takes that wing back. And yeah. then Laurie's going to be that utility that just works between everywhere. But they are all about Windsor at the moment. And that was all. So the one thing that I thought stand, stood out about it as well is that Lockie Hunter did play as well in that game and he played in the twos. And that's right. Windsor that's right. played wing ahead of Hunter. So if it is Langdon on one wing, Windsor on the other, then yeah, Windsor's, I'm all about Windsor. That's, yep. that's a good pick. Finn McRae, though, this is. This is oh. one that, you know, there's a bit of hype going on about him right now. Heaps of hype. But I'm Heaps just not as sure. I, I reckon he takes Taylor Adams' role. Interesting. You reckon that's, yeah, that's Stein still doing I, I reckon it, it almost looks as though Flea's had a sly word to him. Come over here, young blood. You mm. sort your shit out. This is what's going to happen. And sure enough, like you watch him in the practice match, mate, and he was – the goey was probably yep. the best midfielder, but McRae mm. wasn't that far behind him. Yep, that's what, fair what, too, but remember as well. Me. What's the problem? Yeah, go. Uh, I was going to say, remember, Tay Adams wasn't in the grand final side either. So who comes out of that grand final side for McRae to come in? That's my big worry about it is that Collingwood is such a good team. They're so well gelled. They do everything and they're just like they're, they're one hole. And they they were the best team last year and they deserved it. So where does McRae yeah. come in and whose spot does he I'll take? Look- Look, I think you – it's a very good question. It's tough. It's tough, isn't it's, it? It's like tough, that's the one thing that's putting me away I think from a crate. The, the, key to, the key to all good teams, regardless of whether it's AFL footy or your local footy team, is being able to find that right mix between youth and experience. Yep. And I think with the likes of Pendlebury, with the likes of um, Sidebottom, with these guys really getting on, I think, I think it's going to be more than valuable for the Collingwood – not just this year or next year, but it's the years after that to get years into the likes of McRae playing alongside these guys to learn their craft. So, mm-hmm. I, yeah, I think he comes in. Um, yep. Yep. We've got a couple here. Fine keys. Windsor is a jet. Yep. Yes, he is, mate. Is what's more secure than Windsor? I'm not so sure. At yeah, 170 centimetres and 68 kilos, he's a very small dude. Yes, he was. he's playing a high half forward. In Hawthorne's practice match, mm. but I just don't see consistency there. With him being so no. small and so raw to the system, yeah, he's electric and he's quick and what have you, and good with ball in hand. But yeah. he's might be just as likely to get you fifteen touches in a game than what he is five. Yeah, I agree. And yeah, as you said, Windsor has like the potential to be better this season right now. It's just if Windsor yeah. does get the game, that's the only red flag over his name. If he does get the starting spot, I think Watson is in the round, especially now that Moore has got glandular fever as well. Yeah. Um, 
James Pleasure. <laughs> Thanks for joining us, mate. Bloody sent my Appreciate question when I was trying to edit it. Yeah, good on you, mate. Yeah, I think well they're going to have to blood the Archer bloke at some point this year. Is that Jackson Archer? If it is Jackson Archer, 100% they will. He's currently injured, but they will 100% bring him in at some point this year. Yeah. Uh, Corey Blackledge, Nathan Murphy goes out with concussion. Yeah, probably, un- unfortunately. And Travis Lubke, thoughts? Simpson with Schultz now calling. Yes, mate. Here's another one I'm looking to bring in. They've given him the number 29, Matthew Pavlich's number. So for the first one to wear it after Pavlich has um, since retired, that's that's a big call, and they are raving about him over there. So I've brought in Kruger and Manor to start on my bench. Yeah, I'll talk about Sexton in a minute, but, yeah, he, he is one that I'm potentially looking to bring in as well. Uh, Pledger is a first-time viewer. Do you think Archer Reed is going to get a run this year? I'm thinking about you using always- him as an R3 loophole. Mate, is, he has a Gippsland boy, so I'm originally from Gippsland. I think he will. I think he's a bit light on. Yeah, he's a big kid, but with your ruck stocks there, um, who they got? Williams. They've got Flynn. Mm-hmm. I think they've got more than enough to be able to uh, cover it, mate. I think your safer bet is to go Cohen Livingston, though. Cheaper, yeah. multi-position, so you're mid-forward, and you'll get more out of that. Yep. Uh, legend but, Collingwood, yeah. have to play McRae, otherwise I'll lose him. Yep, spot on. Great. An absolute ripping comment there. You yep. are absolutely right. They do need to do it. So, yeah, I can definitely see that happening. But, Mikkel, before we uh, head on out of here, we've got one more player here, and this could be one of the big, big wins for Supercoach if you don't have this man in your team. Talk to us about Alec, Alex Sexton, the Gold Coast Suns goal sneak and a half, mm-hmm. but he's got a new role. Cross half back, and they played a practice match yesterday, and he was one of the best on. Took the PI double five piss. How good is he that? That music double is five. Absolutely. at a hundred and what is it? Thirty three k, thirty five k. Far out. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Sign me up. So I, I have got some notes here thanks to our friends at nerds for life if you haven't um, clicked a like and sub on them you'll find them on twitter very good source of content uh connor badaric played in the ones back line and shared the kick-ins with will powell alex sexton played well off half back and was probably one of the better players on ground took miller was a standout performer today primarily inside mid noah anderson another standout i'm, I'm reading two notes from the practice match sorry Sam yeah. Flanders played majority midfield, so watch your stuff there. Yeah. Ethan Reed was very good as a key defender for the ones, so maybe. Uh, never heard, or not never heard, but haven't heard much about him. Bailey Humphrey had some nice moments, but played majority forward, and Will Powell dominated across half back amongst the best on yeah. ground, Miller Anderson and Sexton. So Matrix is training the house down. That's, that's nice, mate. Everyone is telling are. me Sexton is a trap. James, he would usually be a trap mate if he was forward, but given yep. that he's back and using the ball as well as what he is known to, getting the ball in his hands, there's not going to be that inconsistency of 80s to 30s each week because yep. he's not having to go hunt the ball. The ball is going to be coming to him. And with yep. him being a good user of the ball, they're going to look to get the ball in his hands. So if people are telling you that he's a trap, that's great because he's going to be in even less teams, mate, which means you're going to make more money by having him in your team. Big facts. And there is a massive difference between Jew Sexton and Absolutely Hardwick Sexton. Is. So yeah. that's where we're – That's where we want Hardwick Sexton. We want to be sexed on Hardwick, all right, every single time, not sexed on Jew, all right? Let's, no. let's make sure we get that down. So, yeah, Sexton. Yes. And, Thank and you. again, it does come down to the preseason games. 
if we see that he is actually securing that halfback role in that preseason game, big yes. Tick, 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 tick. We just keep on saying it. And yes, Chris Davis, we are on Discord. We have yep, our you'll, you'll find the link below, mate. Premium. If you if you uh, can't see below, I will uh, get it to you, or I'll put it in the comments when we finish this episode, mate. Um, Quine Keys, what are you going to do when Cabin scores nine goals in the first two rounds? I'll take this one. I'm going to run wild uh, on you. No, uh, no, <laughs> no. You know what I'm going to do? Flick it on the ABC and watch him in the twos, mate, because that's about the only place he's going to be <laughs> kicking nine goals in two games. <laughs> hey, no, he's got he's got potential to be able to do it, but you know we got to see it, mate. Like, what? He, he didn't do shit last year, so come no. on, mate. Oh, look, he no. put on size, and he's much fitter than what he was, but. Mm-hmm. And it's a big but. Key mm-hmm. forwards always take longer to get going. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. Not for me. Now, no. uh, that's my team. So what I'll do is I'll yep. <coughs> I'll go through here. Hopefully I can get this sorted properly so we can see the big horses team all up. I don't think I can do it. Hang on. Can you see that, Skitty? Uh, yeah. I'll try and make it a bit bigger. So, there we go. It's about as big as I can make it to fit it all in. So, as we can see, overall, guys, I'm running with Nick Dacos, Tommy Stewart, Dan Houston, Elliot Yo, Zach Williams, Gibkiss, starting on field with Marty Hora Caulfield on bench. I've got Bontempelli, Parrish, Sammy Walsh, Jack Steele, Nick Martin, Guthrie, McKercher and Sanders is my eight on field in my mids yeah. with Curtin, Sharp, and K Mac. K Mac, and that's K-Mac where that's what we're sitting with for the, the Tigs. <laughs> uh, we're setting and forgetting with Gorn and Grundy. I'm very happy yeah. with that with Cohen Livingston, the perfect loophole. If you mm-hmm. hear me, I will speak it in another language. The perfect loophole. <laughs> Just get him in. How much cash left? I'll tell you in a sec, mate. Uh, Caleb Daniel and Harms, followed by Reed, Windsor, McRae, Sexton, Kruger, and Manor on my bench. How much cash have I got left? I've got nearly 50k left, mate. So, mm-hmm. not bad. What what I'm going to do is I'll, I'll have a bit of a play around with it, given um, what's happening with preseason. We've got games starting on Monday, I think. Yes. This with Melbourne and Richmond. And then we've got two weeks worth of preseason contact leading into round zero. So if you aren't already, please like, subscribe to us here. We are going to be providing regular updates. In our Discord, we are going to be talking footy every game as it happens. Mm -hmm. We will provide you super coach scores as they come in, injuries as they happen, our Mm -hmm. choices, our captains, our vice captains, all the the behind-the-scenes stuff that you would normally have to pay for and pay for jumping our discord again for 25 bucks a year you'll have all of that that's a zinger box with an upsize with an extra burger on the side Ooh. and that's what it'll cost you not just for afl but you'll have nrl there's nfl in there there's nrl fantasy there's bbl there's nbl there's nba jeez mate mm-hmm. my missus we got it all, the fact mate. that i'm talking sport with other people and not her all the time <laughs> oh my missus is sick of me talking about colin mccurchie already so yeah as long as i get to come on here and everyone else is getting hyped up about him as well it's gonna be fantastic so yeah we got it all so yeah come along with the ride with us it's it's gonna be one hell of a ride it's gonna be fantastic so we're just gonna keep on keeping on yeah Mike, michael higginson brings on uh, brings up a good point would richmond and melbourne rookies be good picks 
Richmond having the last of the early buys, so would have more price changes than other team. If you're looking to make quick bank, yes. Mm-hmm. If you think that they're rookies like your Ashcrofts, Sheasel, Sheasel, I kept in Augie last year, but yeah, if you yeah. think that they're rookies from other teams that could potentially go along their sort of ride for the year, then I don't think it really matters. No. Um, we we need a sixth <laughs> for search, please. Yeah, the boys are calling me. <laughs> these, these boys are playing COD. <laughs> yeah, I think so, mate. They're calling me out. So we'll be a happy bet. Any, any, any tips for someone new? Just... Keep Join listening to us. <laughs> yeah, listen to us. Like and subscribe. Um, sub to our Discord, which is in the description below. We will talk you through everything, mate, and help you out. Mm-hmm. Sam Pope. Brandy said he'll buy a PS5 if you get on now. Have a, have a listen to these blokes. Mate, they're loving it, aren't they? Um, just, just quickly, um, the round zero score does not count towards your overall score. It does yep. count towards player, player price rises, however. Um, mm-hmm. The best 18 score in rounds two, three, five, and 6, which are when two teams are on the buy. So the best 18. You can see there we've got 6, 12, uh, 20 on the field. So you can potentially have two people miss out on field and still score a full 18 plus your ones on the bench where you could have your E options on them. So there's plenty of room there to wiggle. Mm-hmm. Um, don't get too caught up in, you know, I've got to pick up this player to trade this player around three. The most common one we've heard is a Tom Green into Sam Walsh. Why wouldn't you just keep these players and look to go elsewhere? You know, like there's plenty of wiggle room and unless you have to make trades, I like to keep my trades early and I'm sure you're the same, mate. So then we can potentially max trade at the business end of the year when, you know, your your likes of West Coast are going to be blooding young players. So you could bring in 102K, 117K rookies to then upgrade into another primo somewhere else for your run home into finals. Yeah. No, couldn't agree more, mate. And, you know... Trades are absolutely valued in this year. Like, you know, I know we get a bit of extra, but, you know, you still got to hold him. You still got to keep going with it. So, um, yeah, right. we're going to keep on, keep on rolling with it. That's right. Guys and girls, that'll wrap us up for today. Uh, you got anything else you'd like to add, brother? Uh, no, mate, that, it's been a, another great show. And then what next week we've got my team. So, everyone uh, we've can, got Skitty's uh, team. So, we, we have got a copy of Skitty's team in our. Uh, DMs at the moment. We are going to blank out some positions and you are, we're going to put in the Discord. And if you can guess the five players that were blurted out, you will win an $80 price pack. Thanks, thanks to the guy. At the standard squeeze. So be sure to get in on our Discord because it'll be all yours. But we've got less than 28 days. So make sure you have liked and subscribed. Put the bell on so then you know when we're going live. But for now, on the horse, this is the Skitty and this has been another episode of the Insight AFL podcast. See ya.